Our scripture this morning comes from the Old Testament book of Numbers, chapter 21, verses 4 through 9. From Mount Hor they set out by the way to the Red Sea to go around the land of Edom, but the people became impatient on the way. The people spoke against God and against Moses. Why have you brought us up out of Egypt to die in the wilderness? For there is no food and no water, and we detest this miserable food. Then the Lord sent poisonous serpents among the people, and they bit the people, so that many Israelites died. The people came to Moses and said, We have sinned by speaking against the Lord and against you. Pray to the Lord to take away the serpents from us. So Moses prayed for the people. And the Lord said to Moses, Make a poisonous serpent and set it on a pole, and everyone who is bitten shall look at it and live. So Moses made a serpent of bronze and put it upon a pole, and whenever a serpent bit someone, that person would look at the serpent of bronze and live. Will you pray with me? God, these words of yours have the power to heal and the power to save. Open our ears that we may hear your voice. Amen. Snakes on a Plane I have to admit, I've never actually seen the movie, and to be honest, I really don't want to. But Wikipedia paints a pretty clear picture of the storyline of this harrowing movie. The film, produced in 2006, follows the events of hundreds of snakes being released on a passenger plane in an attempt to kill a trial witness. It stars Samuel L. Jackson and is actually reviewed pretty well by critics, you know, for a film called Snakes on a Plane. So we've got two things here in one movie that I could really live without. Snakes. And snakes on an airplane. I'm much more of a road trip kind of traveler myself. My family loves road trips. Just before Christmas, we drove all the way to Tahlequah, Oklahoma, near Tulsa. We've road tripped to Niagara Falls, New Orleans, and Acadia National Park in Maine. There's nothing like a good road trip. You don't have to drive very far from home for the landscape to open up to a whole new look and feel. Finding a good radio station that everybody enjoys and jamming along as the miles pass under your tires. Trying out new restaurants. Getting photos of yourself with a true-to-life sized replica of the Greek Parthenon or the world's largest ball of twine. From the plains of the Midwest to the sandy soil of the coast to the rocky beaches of the Northeast. I haven't yet found a road trip I didn't like. Of course, there weren't any snakes. In this episode of Road Tripping with the Israelites, there's all the wonderful things you love about a road trip. Beautiful scenery, exotic cuisine, quality family time, and a couple of things you might not like so much. Like snakes and planes. But not the kind of plane from the 2006 film the kind of plains that you find in the Midwest, in the desert. Endless, barren, boring plains. The problem is that Mount Hoare is a pretty straight shot to the Red Sea. It's almost due south on the map. It lies only about 65 miles or so south from Mount Hoare, actually. So theoretically, this should be a pretty short road trip for the Israelites but our text says they're going to go around the land of Edom, and no matter which way you try to go around Edom, to the east or to the west, it's a long way around. No wonder the Israelites grew impatient. Everybody 
gets a little impatient on a road trip. The text says the people spoke against Moses and against God. Why have you brought us up out of Egypt to die in the wilderness? For there is no food and no water, and we detest this miserable food. The Hebrew word lechem, bread, is used twice in this sentence. Not only is there no lechem, but this lechem here is awful. We are called here to remember God's enduring provision. In spite of the complaints of the Israelites, God's promises hold true. In spite of the hardship of the wilderness, God's promises stand fast. God promised Abraham all the way back in Genesis 12 that God would make of Abraham a great nation. God promised Abraham that his descendants would be as numerous as the seashore and that they would have a dedicated country, a land that they would generationally inhabit. God's promise wasn't specific about the provision or how this would come about, but God promised to make it happen. While the road trip might meander a bit through the plains, the final destination is already determined. And you'll notice the people here make a mistake. They don't talk to God. They spoke against God. The kids in the back seat of the car don't lean up and talk to mom about the situation because, let's face it, we all know the true power of the road trip rest stop situation lies with mom. No, they don't talk to their parents. They take to TikTok to air their grievances. Why do they have to bring us on this stupid road trip all the way to Mount Rushmore to see some dumb old dead presidents and they won't even stop to get us McDonald's, making us eat the nasty Hotel Continental breakfast instead of getting us a McGriddle? Why do they even bring us on this stupid road trip anyway? Well, God's got to teach them a lesson. In the middle of the wilderness, out on the boring, barren plains of Israel, here, here come the snakes. But even with the snakes, miserable food, all the hardships of life on the plain, the people still don't turn to God. They talk to Moses once again. Only the complaining isn't working this time. So they turn to asking for help. So Moses prayed for the people. But the snakes stayed. Instead of taking the snakes away, God gives Moses a unique answer. God doesn't always answer our prayers in the way we expect. God's unique answer calls us to remember God's constant presence. This is the God who creates, the God who redeems, and the God who blesses. This cycle of creation, redemption, blessing, this essence of our faith. In fact, as Moravians, we call these our essentials. Craig Atwood says that according to Moravian teaching, six things are essential. God creates, and God's creation is good. God redeems, God blesses. And we respond by having faith in what God has done and is doing, by loving God, by loving ourselves, by loving our neighbors and loving our enemies, and by looking to the future with hope, because we know we will be with God. We have an invitation in this episode of the lives of the Israelite people to see into how these promises of God remain true. In a lot of the ways, this odd episode feels very much like the last year, doesn't it? In March of 2020, we started on a journey into the wilderness. I can't think of anyone who didn't complain. We had good reason to complain. Dare I say God even created us to complain? Our complaints were nothing new for God. Yet God redeemed even the pandemic. God redeemed the snakes. Redemption is just how God works. This God of the wilderness takes the darkest times, the darkest situations, the snakes and the plains and the diseases and the tragedy, 
and God turns around and brings redemption out of them. This is the story of our faith in Jesus Christ. So Moses made a serpent of bronze and put it on a pole. And whenever a serpent bit someone, that person would look at the serpent of bronze and live. Redemption, the act of buying back, of exchanging one thing for another. This is God's business. In the Old Testament passage we read today, the snake bites no longer kill when the people of God will look at the snake on the cross. This story causes us to remember that sin no longer kills when the people of God look to our Lord Jesus on the cross. The cross that Pastor Joe reminded us of last week. This is the story of our faith in Jesus Christ. Yet, as you will remember, the essentials on the part of God do not stop with creation and redemption. God will bless. This is also the story of our faith in Jesus Christ. We have faith in this part of the story of God as evidenced in this episode of the lives of the Israelite people. Do we have faith in this part of the story God of, in this part of the story of God here where we are? Will we respond in faith? This last year has shown us that God answers our prayers in unique ways and that God is constantly present with us. God has made a way for us to live stream worship, answering the prayer of how we can continue to have church in the middle of a pandemic. God has been with us as we've lost loved ones in this last year, answering our prayers for their healing in a way that we didn't expect. God has been with us as we've prayed for this time of change and as we prayerfully look to God to call who God will call to the work of God. Not only has God answered every prayer, but God has been constantly present, thanks be to God. Because this is the story of our faith in Jesus Christ. I would add that the invitation of God from this story is that we continue to respond to God with faith in the blessing that God has for us, with love for God, our neighbors, our enemies, and ourselves, and with hope, blessed, sacred, holy hope, that we will one day be with God. We are on a road trip. There are snakes and there are planes, but God's promises are true. God's presence is real. God creates, God redeems, God blesses, and we respond, not just with faithful endurance, but with love and with very real hope. For this is the story of our faith in Jesus Christ. Let it be so. Amen. I hope you enjoyed uh, this sermon from March 14th, 2021 that was preached at Unity Moravian Church in Louisville, North Carolina. This was a very uncertain season for our church family and for all of us as we continued in the depths of the pandemic before lots of folks were vaccinated, before we knew kind of what we were dealing with. And I just wanted to give people a little comfort and encouragement that yes, there were hard times and yes, we were facing a lot of challenges and kind of a long haul situation, but that we were never alone, um, that God was always with us. And that is the invitation that I give also to you, if you're listening, to recognize your own belovedness as a child of God and to continue 
in recognizing that fact just day after day that you are beloved that God calls you by name and that um, God will never leave you alone indeed may that be truly said of all of us so feel free to contact me with any feedback you've got about this message or the next step or um, you know any just whatever you're thinking whatever's on your heart you can feel free to email me anytime my email address is dsgmyers at gmail.com and I'd love to hear from you. Go in peace. <laughs>